Hello, word nerds. And I always try and think this. I should think of this ahead of time. And flirt nerds. I love silly sounds that don't make any sense. Welcome to the dictionary. We're going to get right into the words. It is September 19th, 6.44 a.m. I'm getting an early start today because I got stuff to do. There's always something to do. Okay, the first word is emblem. E-M-B-L-E-M. First form, noun from the 15th century. I think this is sort of tagging on to we had in the previous episode emblazon, emblazonry. I think this might be related. Uh, So, emblem, number one, a picture with a motto or set of verse intended as a moral lesson. Uh, so, you know, it's, a, it's an important story, a fable, something, this is why this thing happened, this is why you shouldn't do this, this is why you shouldn't smoke cigarettes, and it's a picture that explains this whole thing, and there's a motto, an emblem. Hmm, I'm trying to think of what that would be, with a motto, a motto, or a moral lesson. Don't count your eggs before they hatch. Number two, an object or the figure of an object, symbolizing and suggesting another object or an idea. An object or a thing that's, that relates to another thing. That's an emblem. Hmm. I'm trying to think of if I could give any specific examples of these, but I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Number 3A. A symbolic object used as a heraldic device. And 3B, a device, symbol, or figure adopted and used as an identifying mark. And I'm just going to do a quick little search on the internet just for emblem. Like what? Here, here we got we got a whole lot of, let's look at the images for emblems. Well, it shows some logos, company logos. Uh, let's see, any other interesting emblems? There's the army logo emblem. There's the National Emblem of India, which sort of looks like three uh, lions back-to-back, but they are they don't have their back legs. They're just the front parts of the lions. Um, that, that is a cool one, though. Uh, let's see. That one's very specifically called an emblem. Any other good ones? Nah. I mean, I'd have to really dig in. There's the, it looks like a Hogwarts emblem. Uh, yeah, more logos, Superman, Warner Brothers, NASA logo logo is a good alternative it doesn't say uh, synonym is logo but anyway that's it's an emblem Uh, the etymology says this is from the Latin emblema which means inlaid work from Greek emblem emblemat emblema emblem which means to insert which is N plus balin, which means to throw. Hmm. Throwing something, inserting something. And there's more at the word devil. Why not? Why not? I started watching last night um, the first part of the original 101 Dalmatians. I had not seen it probably since I was like five, so I remembered nothing. And uh, Cruella Deville is devil because she's the devil and she's evil. Uh, okay, time to make a sound effect. I feel I've probably done that before, but that's a fun sound to make. We have the second form of emblem. 
This is a transitive verb from 1584, and the sim synonym is emblematize, which is coming up. And yes, I did pronounce that correctly, emblematize. Hmm. Emblematic is next. You can also say emblematical. I don't know if I've ever heard of that one. Emblematic, adjective from 1645 of relating to or constituting an emblem. The synonyms are symbolic and representative because that's what an emblem is. It's symbolum, symbol, <laughs> It's symbolizing a thing. It's representing something else in some form. Um, and so, yeah, it's relating to or constituting an emblem is emblematic. Uh, emblematically is an adverb. I don't know how you can do something emblematically, but something related to uh, an emblem and a logo. Uh, let's see. There is no additional etymology, so... <laughs> Emblematize. This is a transitive verb from 1615. To represent by or as if by an emblem, and the synonym is symbolize. Uh, yep. We are symbolizing this idea with this picture, this thing, this object, whatever it is. Emblematize. Yeah, we definitely use symbolize more than emblematize. When would you use this specifically in context? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes. Next is emblemance. Emblemance. Noun from fifteen the fifteenth century. These are uh, these are mints that have a little logo on them. They're emblemments. You could you could customize your mints to have your own logo. But really, this is crops from annual cultivation legally belonging to the tenant. These are emblemments. Crops from annual cultivation legally. So. I guess it just means like the the crops that the farmer grew that got cultivated those are those are his crops or her crops their their crops they grew them they cultivated them they are their crops they are the emblemments uh the etymology might help it is from uh the anglo-french emblaer which means to sow with grain which is from N plus blé, which means grain. So I guess you put the E-N before it, and it becomes to sow with grain, uh, which is of Germanic origin, akin to the Old English blade, which means fruit or growth or leaf. And there's more of the word blade, maybe like a grass blade, possibly. Um, so the emblemments, yeah, that's this. it's the stuff that you grew are your emblemments not related to logos and emblem and emblems whatsoever? Next is embodiment. Uh, body is in there. It's not B O D Y. It's E uh, B O D I. Embodiment, noun from 1828. I'm definitely not going to make another mint joke here. You can make up your own. Number one, one that embodies something, as in the embodiment of all our hopes. That's a lot of pressure. 
somebody, one that embodies something. It could be a person. It could be something else. But maybe it's a person. Maybe it's a superhero. And they embody all of their hope because we're putting all of our hopes and dreams and trust into this superhero, which doesn't exist in real life. It's definitely a lot of pressure to be putting on that person. The embodiment of everything. Two, the act of embodying. Also, the state of being embodied. The state of being embodied. Well, we're going to learn about embody in the next word. Uh, I, am in, I am in a state of embodied. I am embodied. What? what am, am I an embodiment of anything? I'm an embodiment of just the fun, silly stuff. That's all. Here we go with embody. And this one does have a Y. E-M-B-O-D-Y, embody. It is a, looks like it's only transitive. It's a transitive verb from circa 1548. One, to give a body to. And what, what needs a body? A spirit. That's the example of what you are giving a body to. Now, is this, is this a reality? Is this a real thing that we can be doing? Give a body to a spirit? Uh, the synonym is incarnate. Incarnate. Um, like an, an incarnation and in... I'm trying to think of another way we use that word or a form of it. Um, that's the in... The incarnation of this thing is, is uh, this, this body, this physical thing. Hmm. Probably didn't describe that great. But if you got a spirit and you need to put it into a body, you're embodying it. 2A. To deprive of spirituality. Ooh, interesting. So, sorry, you have to stay as a physical being, a physical thing. You are not allowed to to go to full spirituality. I'm embodying you in this physical thing and not your spiritual body. To be. To make concrete and perceptible. So, yeah, it's all about making it Physical in some way, visual, so we can see it, we can feel it, we can touch it, make it concrete. Not literally out of concrete or cement, but, you know, solid. Three, to cause to become a body or part of a body. The synonym is incorporate. Incorporate. To cause to become a body or part of a body. Hmm, that's a thinker. I would like to embody this podcast into a real-life, real-world thing where I can, I can do, it can be like on stage with uh, comedians or something. I have mentioned this before. I still want to do this and with an audience in a physical place. That would be sort of an embodiment of this podcast. Number four for embody. To represent in human or animal form. The synonym is personify, as in the example, it's a quote. Men who greatly embodied the idealism of American life. And that is from A.M. Schlesinger, uh, who it says here, for some reason, it says was born in 1917. Uh, let's see, A.M. Schlesinger. Can, should we look up who who is this? And are they still alive? 1917. In 2023, they're probably dead now. But maybe when this book came out, uh, they were they were still alive. Let's see. Is this Adam Schlesinger? No. 
No, no, no. Oh, it's probably Arthur M. Schlesinger Jr. Yes, born in uh, 1917, Columbus died in 2007, and he was uh, an American historian, social critic, and public intellectual. That means you got to go be smart out in public. Um, and he said, he said, men who greatly embodied the idealism of American life. The idealism of American life. Okay. Embodier is a noun. Embolden, transitive verb from the 15th century. To instill with boldness or courage. I'm going to put all of, all of the boldness and courage that I can muster. I'm going to put it into you. I'm going to embolden you so you have the courage and the boldness to go out and do whatever you got to do. What do you want to do? Go do that. Be bold and courageous about it. Don't be shy. Just be you. Next is, I love this word, embolectomy. E-M-B-O-L-E-C-T-O-M-Y. Embolectomy. This is when you're, I don't know, what is it? It's a noun from 1923, 100 years ago. Surgical removal of an embolus, which is spelled E-M-B-O-L-U-S. And yes, that is coming up in this episode. Yes, it is. So just hold on to your butts. You'll get to learn about embolus soon. And this is the removal of it in a surgical situation. Next is embolic. E-M-B-O-L-I-C. Adjective from 1866. Of or relating to an embolus or embolism. I've heard of an embolism before. Didn't know what an embolus is. Still don't know what an embolus is. Not yet. That's a thing that a future Spencer will know. But anything that's related to those is embolic. Embolic. I saw. I saw. I'm so sorry. Next is embolization. No, embolization. Uh, but this is the British variation of embolization because it is spelled with an S instead of a Z. But they might pronounce it differently too. It doesn't say. They could say embolization. They might say embolization. 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 What is embolization? I don't know because that's not how you pronounce that word. Next is embolism. Noun from the 14th century. Number one, the insertion of one or more days in a calendar. And the synonym is intercalation? Intercalation? Um, so the insertion of one or more days in a calendar. What is this? You can put days in a calendar? I don't understand this at all. I can't wait to, to get to intercalation because that sounds fascinating. Maybe it'll give us more information on what this is. Embolism? Never heard of this. Uh, maybe I've heard of this. Embolism. 2A. The sudden obstruction of a blood vessel by an embolus. Yes, I can see why you would want to do an embolectomy if an embolus is obstructing your blood vessel. I don't like it when my blood vessels are being obstructed by emboluses. Can you please do an embolectomy on me? Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, not good. 
To be, the synonym is embolus. So we'll more specifically learn about that soon, but I think we got a pretty good idea of what it might be. Embolismic is an adjective. Now, how can we connect the insertion of one or more days in a calendar to a thing that the, the blocking, the obstruction of a blood vessel? Let's look at the etymology. This is from, uh, it's from the Greek emboline, which means to insert or intercalate. Um, now, did we see, yeah, we saw that in emblem, the same word, Greek word emboline, which means to insert. So, yes, it's making sense because the embolus is inserted into the blood vessel. So you got an embolism and then you're inserting one or more days in a calendar Again, still don't understand how that's possible. How and why would we be doing this? What calendar is this? What days are these? I don't know anything about this. So fascinating. Okay, moving on. Embolization. Uh, yes, embolization with a Z. This is the American way to, to, to spell it and pronounce it. Noun from 1942. The process or state in which a blood vessel or organ is obstructed by the lodgment of a material mass as an embolus. The embolus could be the thing that is a mass that is lodged in there and obstructing everything. It could be obstructing the blood. It could be obstructing, uh, if it's in an organ, maybe it's like in a kidney and then the, the fluids can't go through the kidney or the pancreas. I don't know which organs, but that's an embolization and you don't want it. You do not want it whatsoever. I hope I don't ever get one of these. That's why I eat mostly right and I exercise. And you should too. Hee. Next is embolus. E-M-B-O-L-U-S. Noun from 1859. And the plural is emboli. With an I. An abnormal particle as an air bubble, okay, circulating in the blood. And it says compared to thrombus, which uh, I would think that would possibly also be an abnormal particle, but maybe it's not so much an air bubble and maybe it's a physical thing. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Wait until the tease. Uh, so, yes, it's a thing that's not supposed to be there, and it sounds like uh, it is often an air bubble, which is the total opposite of what I thought based on what I was reading before. It's not a physical object. It's a space, and you don't want a space. You don't want an air bubble because uh, that could cause some problems. What do you do to prevent it? I have no idea. Maybe there's nothing you can do, and it's a thing that just happens. And But I will see if there's – maybe I can put a link in the show notes if there's any information, but I have no idea. Next is, oh, okay, this is a French word. How do you say this? Embonpoint. I'm going to say that that's close enough. It is spelled E-M-B-O-N-P-O-I-N-T. And the American in me wants to say Embonpoint. Embonpoint. But it's Embonpoint. Okay, it is a noun from 1670, and this is plumpness of person. The synonym is stoutness. So I guess if you if you got a little extra weight on you, maybe even muscle, maybe some fat, maybe some other stuff, 
uh, you were you were on the plumper side than maybe the average person. And uh, so you have is this a thing that you would have en bon poids, en en bon poids. And of course, the the n sounds on at the end of each syllable. They are the superscript in the uh, pronunciation guide. So they're small. You you barely say them at all. Uh, of course, this is French from Middle French en bon point, which means in good condition. In good condition. So uh, I guess that means like, oh, if you got a little weight on you, you're you're happy and healthy, and you're you're able, you're making a lot of money or enough money to eat. You're not uh, crazy skinny, which you know, back in the day, if you were uh, heavy, that meant that you had money and that you could afford. To, to eat and survive. So you wanted to be on the heavier side. That's why, you know, you see those old uh, political cartoons of, of, of politicians and, and business people, and they're all always large because they got money and they can be. And then everybody else who's poor is super skinny. Of course, these days, it's not exactly how we view that. You know, you, you can be a large and in charge and be rich or poor or vice versa. I mean, you know, we see it because of of uh, fast food places and the subsidizing of unhealthy foods we're seeing a lot of poorer people actually on the heavier side and uh richer people because um they can eat healthier or whatever um ugh, boy this is a whole this is a whole topic that I'm I'm just really glancing over quickly but it's kind of the opposite if you're if you're lean and and healthy and maybe muscular then maybe you're more financially well off but yeah, this is a whole big, very complicated topic, and it's very cultural. You know, different countries are going to be different things, and uh, regional and all that. So, you know, I, I did a very fast explanation, but th things have changed over the years, at least here in America. Uh, so, you know, back to our word, embonpois, uh, it, there it is. It's, uh, in, if you're in good condition, you got some plumpness on you. Um, which may or may not be true, and uh, you can describe this as yourself. Maybe don't call other people en bon poids. En bon poids. I got a bad pronunciation. I'm sorry. Next is embosom. E-M-B-O-S-O-M. You can say, how is that different? Embosom, embusom. What's this? What's this? Oot imbusum. I guess you could say imbusum. Okay, this is a transitive verb from circa 1590. Number one is archaic, and it means to take into or place in the bosom. Take into the bosom. Um, I think this is often like uh, maybe if you're hugging somebody and you bring their head to, the, to your chest or something, that would be imbusuming. Imbusuming. Uh, but it's archaic, so you're not allowed to say this. Or maybe if you've got um, maybe maybe a bra, somebody's wearing a bra and they want to put some stuff in the bra. They got little uh, built-in uh, hiding places. That would be embosoming, embosoming also. Number two, to shelter closely. The synonym is enclose, as in his house embosomed in the grove, and that is a quote from Alexander Pope. So in the grove, maybe, um, what would a grove be? Maybe there's hills, maybe there's trees. It's a nice little area. 
Maybe it's hidden away from the road, from other people. And so his house is embosomed in there because it's uh, sheltered closely by the hills and the trees and those sorts of things. I, w I would like to live in a place like that. Okay, the last word is emboss. E-M-B-O-S-S. -S. First form, transitive verb from the 14th century. Oh, this one is archaic. There's only one definition. So whatever you think of as emboss is probably in the next episode. This one, archaic. To drive, to bay, or to exhaustion. And the thing that you are driving to exhaustion would be a hunted animal. So back in the day, they would do these fox hunts. They would release a fox, and then they would get on their horses and release their dogs and go, go hunting. The fox had no chance, not, none at all. With the, between the dogs uh, smelling them and the dudes on their horses possibly being able to run faster, they had no problems finding this thing, and they would emboss it. I'm the boss of you, fox, so I'm going to drive you to exhaustion. Can you imagine what it's like to feel like that fox, that animal that's being hunted? They're afraid for their life. They're going to do anything possible to get away. They are frightened. This is terrible. Okay, the etymology is from Middle English, embosen, embosen, which means to become exhausted from being hunted. That is literally what this word means. To become exhausted because somebody is hunting you to kill you and murder you. I don't like this at all. Uh, oh, more specifically, though, I can say that this is also from Anglo-French. I think they would say bois, B-O-I-S, which means woods. So yes, hunting is probably happening in the woods to make it fun and interesting with, uh, with obstructions and obstacles for everybody. Places to hide. Emboss. That's the old way to use this word. I hope nobody is doing any of this anymore. But I know that's wrong. Let's pick a word of the episode. We had emblem, emblem, emblematic, emblematize, emblemments, embodiment, embody, embolden, embolectomy, embolic. Is that how you say that one? Embolic, yes. Embolization, embolism, embolization, embolus, embonpois, embosom, and emboss. Hmm, I did I did like the pronunciation of embonpois, little little plump. That's that's kind of fun. Uh, let's see, is there anything else? Uh, don't like the the embolectomy, any of those situations where you got a, a medical issue. Don't love that, but it's good to know about and learn about and see if you can avoid it. Definitely don't like emboss. Uh, ooh, anything else? Anything else? I don't know. Let's just pick. Uh, where did it go? Embonpois, E-M-B-O-N-P-O-I-N-T. Embonpois, I'm feeling embonpois when I eat a burger and some fries and a shake. And I'm feeling embonpois because I ate a pizza and a pie. It's a pizza pie, embonpois. That's fine. I will quickly mention another movie that we watched, which I think is uh, The Goonies. We, we watched The Goonies. It's from 1985. 
and we saw it on the big screen, which I hadn't done since I was a tiny little lad. And I don't have any memory of seeing it on the big screen, but I'm sure I did. And um, yeah, it's just a fun, fun, goofy movie. I know that people are like, ah, it doesn't really hold up. But, um, you know, if you put yourself in the mid-80s mindset, it's just a fun movie. Action, comedy, it's silly, it's a bit dated, but it's fun. That's it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening and possibly watching. If you're on Patreon, $5 a month or higher gets you this video of my face, my silly face. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Goodbye.